Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Generation Gap Show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM in St Albans. We hope you enjoy it. Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. Hello and welcome to the Generation Gap, hosted by me, Liv, and Clive. Hello. In this programme, we talk about the similarities and differences between our generations. This is the Generation Gap Show on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Generation Gap Show here this week with Liv. Hi. Because she did the introduction, so it's right. Okay, so we've decided this week we're going to talk about something called adulting. And now you have to understand that is a word which you generally have a hashtag in front of because it's something that you see on Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitter. Yeah. Can you tell me what you think it means? Well, I think it's like when you start to realise that you're no longer a kid. So like when you start doing things, you realise, oh my God, I'm adulting. Like going grocery shopping or something. Or suddenly discovering that you've got to um, fill in a form for a bank or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or having to call the dentist yourself. Call the dentist yourself. That's yeah. an interesting idea. I hate doing that. Okay, well, we'll talk about this and we'll try and decide whether you are adulting or mm-hmm. what you do and um, see, if, see if we agree with you. Now, you are 18, so you are officially an adult. Yes. We're talking about adulting, which is a hashtag adulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this term, I came across it a couple of years ago, I think, really, when yeah. uh, it was particularly, um, as I say, young adults suddenly thinking, oh, I'm suddenly doing what my parents do or yeah. thinking like they do. And that, as you said, it's things perhaps like doing the grocery shopping. But it's more than that, I think. It's um, obviously when you're 18, you are officially an adult. That means you can do all sorts of things that you couldn't do before. Mm-hmm. You can go and get married without asking your parents, for example. Yeah. You can open your bank account by yourself. You can go and vote. You might have a chance. I'm very to, excited about that. You might have a chance to vote quite soon, I imagine. Yes. Um, and so all those things are things which are sort of officially. Officially, I'll give you one example of something which I remember quite funny. My, my daughter's just a little bit older than you, as you remember, and um, she had been for two years running a Cub Scout group, basically as the leader, you know, arranging every week and mm-hmm. doing all the games, and looking after them, and that was fine. But then the day she was 18, suddenly she became an adult, and she couldn't do that anymore because she had to get. A, police check to make sure she was um, safe to do this and um, she did get it within the week but it was just seemed a bit silly because she was obviously doing exactly the same thing she'd been doing the week before but suddenly she wasn't allowed to it's kind of weird how things change when you turn 18 but like I don't know if I've had any of those moments yet well I I haven't had them since I've turned 18 I don't think because I've gone to a job interview recently but I've always kind of had jobs like, I've worked at waitressing, I've worked in retail, so, like, it didn't feel any different. And, like, with the cooking my own meals, I've sort of always done that as well. And not always, but since I was quite young, because my mum would work, so I'd come home and I'd know what I was in the mood for, so I would just cook my own dinner. Right, these are all things you obviously learn as you're growing up, yeah, and as a so teenage like, year. I haven't had a moment where I'm like, oh my god, now I'm doing this because i've kind of always been doing it i think it's probably to me it's when it's um you have to start going through officialdom and you have to sort of fill forms in for things i had to bring my passport in for the job interview and they scanned it but again i don't know i'm trying to think maybe i'm just not an adult 
or perhaps you're not yet. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, by the end of the program, we will work this out. I reckon. I think it could also be because I've taken a year out because now I'm still applying to university, so I still feel like I'm back when I applied to university before. Right. Well, obviously, um, when you get to universities, when you happen to become an adult officially, yes. But that doesn't mean you are necessarily. Yeah. Um, I have a theory that um, girls obviously become adults quicker and younger. Oh, definitely. And boys, it's about 40, I reckon. I think girls mature faster. Yeah. Because they're kind of expected to. Okay, so um, I was just wondering, you, you can't think of any particular sort of moment when suddenly you thought, oh my goodness, what I'm doing is exactly what my parents do and I always thought was silly, you know. Maybe I had to... I was staying in Brighton in um, my parents' house and... Before I left, I had to take all of the sheets off the bed and take them to the laundrette down the road. So I was walking down the road with a big basket of sheets and putting them in the laundrette. And I was washing them and drying them. And I kind of felt like a bit of an adult then. Okay, well, that's a pretty good so example. I don't usually go to the laundrette. So, yeah. No, you have a mummy to do all yeah, those exactly. things. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I suppose have that's, a laundrette. That's when, you, um, that's when you have to suddenly find you have to do <laughs> these things yourself. Yeah. From St Albans, this is Radio Verulam. And you're listening to the Generation Gap show here with me, Clive, and with Liv. And we're talking about adulting. And while that was playing, Liv asked me a very sensible question, which was, when did I think I became an adult? Mm -hmm. And um, obviously it's a long time ago, so I have to think back. But I think... About 100 years? About 100 years at least, <laughs> yes. I think um, probably for me, it was when I started work in London, so therefore had to commute. And probably, you know, getting up at quite an early time to go and get the train i think i actually called a train about 8 30 as i remember mm -hmm. so it wasn't too horrendous um but basically having to commute into london it's a long trek in a long trek out in those days of course we had steam trains uh, not <laughs> seriously no, but we didn't have these super duper new electric trains like we've got now yeah um but um we had uh, diesel trains no well they well, they're pretty diesel in those days. Um, they're quite fast. I believe the timetable is actually faster then than it is now, but don't tell anyone. Probably. Um, so, yeah, it was quite a uh, thing to learn to have to go and commute every day. And things like, you know, lunch. I used to make my own lunch after I worked out how expensive it was to buy sandwiches every day. Yeah. Um, and things like that. So I had a routine for doing that, so I had to get up earlier to make my sandwiches. Oh, funny I, story I, about that. I think this is the sort of thing that sort of I realised I was suddenly really grown yeah. up. Yeah, my um, my brother is doing that now. He just got he well, he got an internship, so he's commuting to go there. But then he got a job out of it. In a, I really couldn't tell you what he does. It's something in international relations in London. So he commutes um to London and does his job. But <laughs> because lunch was so expensive every day, my mum started making him pack lunch. So he's like twenty three, twenty two. Oh, I should know the age of my brother. He's 22 or 23. Right, we... we just no, it's just make, make a um, decision. He's like 23, I think. No, I think he's 22. Okay, so anyway, my mum was making his lunch um, when he went to work every day. And it was so funny because my mum would wake up early and make him a little packed lunch in a lunchbox. And he'd bring it in like a little school kid. It's just really funny because he was like this big shot working in London having to wear a suit every day with his little lunchbox. But now he's gone to Poland with his boss. Oh, is that a triple? Is not working there? No, he's working there. Working there. It's for, like, international 
business partners they're meeting with them and yeah sounds exciting okay it is we're good, very good. proud of it. well those are the sort of things i suppose that do suddenly trigger it and when you yeah. perhaps get a so business he's adulting you get a business class ticket on a plane yeah. or anything that you think oh business class that's great that's so cool <laughs> i can't wait till i can do that you probably are on the cusp of rather than actually there yet is yes. what we're kind of getting to isn't I'm, it? i'm getting a job for this year because i'm taking a year out but i don't think it's going to be like it's just going to be a it's not going to be like a big professional job it's, it's a job like to earn some, earn some money. Yeah. But hopefully when I'm older, I'll have my own empire. So then I'll feel like an adult. See, everybody I work with on this show has mm-hmm. ambitions to build their own business empire. It's yes. interesting because it's obviously a generational thing, which is, oh, I think, very positive. Yeah, there's a lot of entrepreneurial certainly drive. Certainly when, when I was your age, the sort of jobs we were looking for were basically a safe job where you'd go and work for somebody. Yeah. And, you know, you'd get and work your way up over the years and after so many years, you're sort of manager and Yeah, Uber I was talking manager. to my mum about that because that's what my dad has done. Like, his job, he got... He got, like, a safe job and a software company, and now he's made his way to the top of it. But it's, like, that's really hard to do now. It's I would say it could be easier to start a business, because climbing up the ladder, they kind of sack you after you start making a certain amount of money a lot of the time. Well, I think it is very different now, and obviously um, the companies that still offer that sort of opportunity are the big, staid ones. You would probably yeah. look at and think, my goodness, I don't want to work for XYZ Insurance Company or whatever yeah. it is, the sort of people around who have those kind of jobs. And mm-hmm. they're boring. Yeah, office jobs just... No. But then I think, you know when people are like, oh, I could never work an office job. I don't think there's anyone that's like, oh, I love a good office job where I sit at a desk all day. I don't think anyone was made for an office job. But Well, yeah. you don't need to have an office these days. You have a computer and you sit yeah. in a coffee shop and basically that's your office. I've always wanted to do that. I never, I've never gone into a coffee shop with my laptop and done work. And I always see people doing it and they look really cool. Right, so okay, I'm going to suggest to you that probably is one of those things which would be a real adulting thing to do. Yeah. So maybe you should try that and just see, I could, see how it feels. Or go with a book and read my book in a coffee shop. Well, I mean, it's a cheap office because you can go in there and buy a coffee about yeah. twice a day or something. I could build my website you in a coffee shop. You build your shop. website in a coffee We were shop. talking about um, me starting up my own business off-air. That's why the website thing came up. Right. Okay. So we'll try and find... Actually, that's a good idea. We'll try and find some tests for you Yeah. to see if you can t- sort of test okay. to see if you're an adult. Right. So one of those is going to be one day you're going to walk into a coffee shop. There are a few in St Albans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can... A couple. Buy a drink, sit down there... Open up your laptop. It's got to be an Apple, by the way. Of yes. course, it's compuls- oh, yeah. compulsory got to be that. an Apple Mine laptop. has a dent in it, but it is Apple. Yeah. Um, and you just sit there and look really important because you're yeah. doing something really, Headphones really... Headphones in, both hands on the keypad, just... A phone by your side as well, yeah. obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, urgent messages flying in on it yeah. all the time. Yes. Stressed out look. Order a coffee with, like, 50 ingredients in it. And 16 sugars to keep yeah. you awake. <laughs> okay, right, I think we've solved that one then. So we're talking about adulting, and um, we're trying to find some tests for adulting. We, we have tried a few. I think the ones are um, to do with getting involved in sort of bureaucracies and things. That's particularly bad. The yeah. day you have to try and deal with an insurance company uh. or something about your household claim actually that would be a real good one the first time you try and claim on an insurance policy yeah that'll get you because the whole purpose of insurance is not to pay out any money and so you say oh well you know it was all destroyed by the flood and say what flood was that you didn't tell us within 48 hours like you're supposed to (laughs) under the rules look look at paragraph 943b yeah um it's that kind of stuff glad i don't have to deal with that yet ah but one day you see you will yeah 
I know. I'm sorry. Well, you can hold it back as long as you like. I mean, yeah. these things, but you can stay at home. I'll I mean, just live with my parents forever. Well, typically, I mean, a lot of people are living with their parents till yeah. at least 30. That's not I'm unusual. really hoping that's not going to be me. Mm. I have been saving since I was really young for a flat. Like, since I think I started my savings account when I was 10 for well, a flat. We, Genuinely, I've always wanted to move out. We, we did a programme together a long time ago, didn't we, about the cost of um, these yeah, things. Um, there's no shortage of flats for sale in St Albans. Yeah, they're I just mean, ridiculous. There's hundreds expensive. of them, but they're all far more I expensive than anyone can Albans, afford. Though. No. No. I'd probably... I don't know where I would go. Well, I mean, I'll move out to uni, obviously. Somewhere you can afford would probably be somewhere north of Glasgow, I should or think. Like, <laughs> or, or like... Or um, like... Norwich or something, because that's like St Albans, but I, I, well, um, way cheaper. A f- yes, a few months ago I had um, Sophia, who's a student still at mm-hmm. Norwich, who comes from St Albans, and she said exactly that, that basically when she finishes at uni she's going to stay in Norwich, because it's a really nice place, which it is, Yeah. but it's about a third of the cost. Yeah, that's good. So that's yeah, one thing. That's, what, that's on my list. Okay. Or, you know, central London, I guess we'll see. Oh, that's nice <laughs> and cheap, yes. yes. Yeah, super affordable. Okay. Dreams are things you had when you were younger about what it would be like when you're grown up. Yes. And when you're an adult. So, um, without getting too personal, let's uh, <laughs> ask you that question. So, how did you think you would be as an adult when yeah, you were younger? Well, I found my diary the other day from when I was 15, and I talked about how I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna work for this um, product design company in central London, which was like it was well, it was in Shoreditch the centre of Shoreditch across from like Box Parks. So it was really nice, um, very hipstery. And I wrote about how like I was going to work there and I was going to have a flat with like brick wall and it'd be fairy lights and there'd be like how I would design it and stuff. And I think that was, the plan was that I would start working there at 18 and I would move into London at 18. Right, and so when, how old were you then? Um, I was 14, 15. 14, 15. Well, that seems entirely reasonable when you're yeah. 14, I'm sure. Yeah, but when I was younger than that, I thought I was going to live in Manhattan. Like I was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to New York as soon as possible and I'm going to live there. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Right. But you have been to <laughs> New York, haven't expensive. you? Yeah, I've been there three times, I think. Three times? Good grief. Have I been there three times? Yeah, three or four. And did that sort of put you off the idea of living there then? No, I love it there. It is one of my, I think it's probably my favourite place in the world. Mm, one of my favourite places in the world. But I don't really see myself living there. personally maybe when i'm older definitely not anytime soon i see i I do like london a lot i like the uk yeah well london's got these sort of manhattan style apartments and things these days but i think they're all rather more expensive even than St Albans. yeah yeah london's it's a bit pricey it is a little bit even just uni accommodation is yeah yeah it's a lot okay so um I'm trying to sort of pin you down on some of the things that are symbols of becoming an adult, and, and that's sort of what you thought it would be like. Yeah. So I suppose moving. Full time job. Full time job. Drinking coffee. Move I it. do drink coffee now. Okay, you drink coffee. Oh, yeah. that's, that's probably what so, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually. an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drive. Um, I don't have a job. I see. I'm having it. I'm spiralling now. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. but, um, You've still got a roof over your head at the moment. Yeah, that's true. It's my parents' roof, though. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, that's fair enough. They, they, they're, yeah. they're supposed to look after you. Yeah, I will get a job, though. You will get a job. But, um, okay, I, I mean, you've been telling me, actually, you've had an interview for a job recently. Mm-hmm. It sounds promising to me, I think. You'll yeah. probably get that one. But if anyone is listening that runs a business in St Albans... 
especially if he's just, in a in a loft apartment somewhere. Oh, that'd be great. Um, with accommodation would be lovely. Uh, email us at. Wait, do we have an email? Oh, we have an email. Yes, it's generationgap at radioverulam dot com. There you go. Email us with job offers, or go to our Instagram, which is rvgengap. And Twitter as well, and Twitter, RV Gap. which is RV Gap, and offer me a job. <laughs> offer live a job, there yes. you are. I'm not sure that's a really good idea, but we'll <laughs> see what happens. Um, we'll just get loads of scams. I'll filter them for you. Thank you. Yes. Okay, um, so having a job is a big element of um, adulting, I think, is it? Yeah. As I said, for me it was because I had to go to London every day on the yeah. wonderful Thameslink service. That was very good. Um, and um, that was certainly a, a bit of a jolt i suppose yeah i think also it's getting up very early and coming back pretty late every day as well i mean it was typical commuting i think i had to be sort of out the door by about eight o'clock and back to seven o'clock or later quite often wow yeah it becomes a a quite long day and five days a week of it as well my goodness (laughs) i remember i thought i was quite an adult in sixth form when i could wear what i wanted to school and i consorted i did the consortium so I'd be going from school to school, and if I missed the bus, I'd get, like, an Uber. Which I probably, reflecting back, I could have walked it. I think I just really didn't like school, and I was like, I'm not walking. So I'd get an Uber or something. And I remember going across, and the guy was asking me, he was like, oh, like, you're going from this school to this school, like, do you work there? And I was like, well, I'm I'm such an adult. Because I was dressed, because for Sandrine, we had to dress, like, proper. So I wore, like, a blazer and a dress and, and, like, fancy shoes. Fancy shoes meaning black shoes and he was like oh do you work there and i was like yeah yeah i do obviously you're a teaching assistant yes mm-hmm, clearly okay well that that's indicate i suppose so that's that was a bridge to adulting I, okay I that's, like I was that's also other people judging you as being an adult. oh yeah i think people think i'm a lot older than i am when they see me i mean we went to a uh local meeting a business meeting business i was c- just going to say we did that and you everyone thought i was an adult I think you fitted in very well there, so that was a a very adult sort of environment there of local business people. I'm very professional, I think. Like, I do good in a workplace. So I guess I'm I'm a half-adult, I think. Half-adult. So a teenager. (laughs) We'll we'll leave that for the moment, and uh, we'll think about that. So when you're 16, you are still perhaps thinking about what it'd be like when you're grown up, which is not too far away then. And theoretically, the day you turn 18, you suddenly become an adult and nothing really changes, does it? No. Well, I would think I was very different when I was 16 because I've just realised it's kind of a boring story. I don't know. but um, Oh, surely not. <laughs> but when I was younger, I was completely different. I thought that when I grew up, I was going to be like, yeah, like a product design person. I'd be like a more artistic. And I am still, I like drawing and painting and stuff. But when I was 16, I was, I think, deciding my what A-levels I would do. Mm. Is that that age? You've done GCSEs. Just about, yeah. Yeah. And so I um, had no idea about politics because I only changed to politics because on the first day of school in sixth form, I was going to do English literature, but I hadn't done the homework and I got scared because I heard that the teacher was scary. So I changed my subject because I didn't want to get told off for not doing the homework and I changed it to politics. These are the little things that make big impacts in your life. <laughs> and now I love politics and I'm doing politics at university. And I just realised how, yeah, I never thought I was going to do that. I definitely didn't think I was going to do politics. I knew I was going to do psychology and I thought that I would do psychology in university and then be a psychologist or something. And I literally only changed politics because I knew my brother had done it. And I was like, oh, I know politics, you know. I think we have enough psychologists because um, <clears throat> probably yeah. everybody I know seems to 
done psychology at yeah. uni. <laughs> it's very interesting, though. I'm sure it is, yes. Okay, well, I mean, I think what you just said actually is this, that, you know, things happen and suddenly mm. you meet somebody who says, how about this, or come and work for me, or do this, or do that, and you think, wow, that's yeah. amazing. Um, and uh, you change... It, does, it changes a lot. My dad got his, his job that he worked for, like, most of his life. He got it because he ran into someone on the train while on the way back from a different job interview. Mm. And he decided, oh, well, I guess I'll do this then. So that was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I think there are more things that I'm realising I'm sort of an adult for because a lot of my friends don't know much about politics and don't really watch the news. And I, I don't know what it is. I love watching the news. I know, controversial time to say that because the news is often very disheartening. <laughs> boring at the moment yeah yes. but i i really love it like i, I love getting up in the morning and watching the news or six o'clock news actually i think possibly starting to watch the 10 o'clock news or something yeah. is probably a very good sign of adulting that would yeah. be one of the indicators because you're, you're suddenly interested in all these boring things that your parents have been watching for years and you've yeah. been saying oh I'll turn it back to cbb's or whatever. yeah literally <laughs> yeah okay well that's i think we're, we're slowly finding some little indications here yeah um, and um yeah. it's those sort of things that happen i mean Things like household duties is the other one. I mean, things like doing washing up and things like that. Yeah, I did the washing up last night. Well, there you go, you see. So that's obviously one sign. Yeah. So basically, I'm independent. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did the washing up. I made dinner last night as well. Right. I do that quite a lot. There I made go. it for me and my boyfriend. So these are all really good signs of growing up. Yeah. And being an adult. But you're not quite there yet. Do you think you're an adult? I think I did get there eventually. I said I think I said earlier that um, I reckon for most men don't really become adults properly till they're about forty. Really, forty? Yeah, because you still have lots of toys. You know, the, the yeah, the, my dad. There's a phrase that comics. says the difference between boys and men is the size of their toys. Now that's not a rude comment, by the way, just in case <laughs> people think. But basically, you know, you you don't have toy cars to play with. Yeah. You have a real car to play with, and uh, this sort yeah. of thing. Kind of, yeah. um, so um, I think that is true and of course hobbies women don't have hobbies do they you have even if you do sort of crocheting or something it's yeah. not a hobby it's, it's some, kind of a skill it's a skill oh but, that's true actually but men have know. hobbies and they've got a shed at the end of the garden somewhere where they go and tinker away and hear noises of drillings and oh, hammers banging too, that kind of stuff kind of. I think I'm trying to think I have hobbies do I no I guess not no I don't think you will I was going to say reading well, reading is not really a hobby, I suppose. I don't know. Um, Painting, I guess that's a skill, but I'm not that good at it, so... Yeah, well, it's just very different attitudes, but um, I think that uh, yeah. some of these things there, if you feel that you've got time to relax and do some painting, that's probably a very adult thing to do, because you're looking for a gap between yeah. all that horrible work stuff you have to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true, I guess. I can't wait to have horrible work stuff to do. Sorry, this, this has just been me complaining that I need a job. Yeah, well, you'll get one. I mean, um, I'm sure, actually, if you just literally sort of walked along through the city centre, yeah, you'd find any number of jobs advertised. It's because... Um, um, in shops and bars. Now, obviously, yeah. your, your age, that's particularly the sort of an, thing. I'm adulting, so you I can work at a pub. You can work at a pub, and um, yeah. there's always lots of uh, openings for those. Well, any I think pub are. owners listening, tweet us at RVGenGap or <laughs> our Instagram. Well, I mean, if you're looking for a pub that you could might possibly work, um, St Albans is a pretty good bet because yeah. there's, there's still plenty of them. I mean, we lost loads. a few, but loads and loads. I'd love to work at what's the one that's like so old? It's like the oldest building. Oldest, ever. old Fighting Cocks. Yeah. Well, they're very good friends of Radio Verulam, you know, oh, down really? there. So if you go down there and say you work at Radio Verulam, and you're just wondering if they might want an extra person on Ooh. the bar, 
Yeah, yeah. and it's walking okay. distance. That'd be good. Yeah. Not to so give Chris, away my location. I hope Christo's listening. Hello, Christo. Got a lovely, hey, person here, lovely person here who would like to work in your pub. I would love to work at your pub. I was going to say my phone number then. <laughs> Text me. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Well, perhaps you can go down there a bit later or tomorrow yeah. or something, yes. I might do, actually. Right. Um, so, okay, we're talking about adulting and so on. And um, obviously, um, my daughter, Sarah, who has done this program with me a few times, is actually the same age as Liv, well, mm-hmm. plus or minus a month or two. Yeah. Um, and she's now really going adult because she's gone off to university in Sheffield. And she's got uh, her own little uh, flat in a sort of a student accommodation block. Mm-hmm. And they're sharing a kitchen with, uh, I think, six people together. Yeah. And two bathrooms. <laughs> and so they've all had to get on with each other and work out all that sort of food buying and things like that. I think they're all still buying stuff for each other. Yeah, or for themselves rather, good. not for oh. each other. Oh. <laughs> because they're all different, going in and out at different times, yeah. whatever. They haven't quite That's got like a routine yet. Everyone brings their own pots and pans as well, don't they? Yes. And then you have like a hundred pots. Yes. And a hundred pots not washed up i suspect yeah. um so she's certainly coping with all this stuff and obviously as a as a concerned father obviously i'm keeping track on her mm-hmm. but she actually skypes us quite often um probably every second or third day actually oh, to see what's going on sweet. while she's washing up funnily enough because <laughs> she's bored and so she just chats yeah. to us while she's washing up um but that's going quite well and i think you know she's had to handle these things she's been finding out uh, the bus routes in sheffield which are quite good actually and they've got trams yeah. there as well oh. so she's worked out how to get about all over the place to yeah there's go some trams in being built in birmingham now I think you're right. What's happening with that? I don't know. Why are trams becoming popular? Well, because they're environmentally friendly, because they're powered by electricity. That's great then. We love trams. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) RV Gen Gap supports trams. We support trams, but I don't... There was a plan once to have trams going up and down Hollywell Hill, and I thought that would be really good. That is cool. But um, unfortunately, all the bus companies and everybody else didn't like it. Well, you'd have to. Yeah, as long as you got rid of all the other traffic, that's yeah, the point. Yeah, that'd be quite difficult. Yeah. So um, it won't go there. No. Um, and I think they were talking about having trams on the Abbey Flyer Line at some point, sort of, sort of trams. It's the Abbey Flyer Line. That's the one that goes from the bottom of Hollywell Hill to Watford. Oh right, yeah. Oh, I've taken that. Yeah, yeah. You have. Oh, okay. Yes. That's to... called the Abbey Flyer. I think you should know that. I'm sorry. Someone I who's lived should. in St Albans all your life and don't know that. Goodness. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think we're going to sum up now quickly. So we were talking about adulting. Mm-hmm. We're trying to decide whether you have become an adult or not. And we've given you 50%, I think, yeah. haven't we? The jury, yeah, is kind of still out. But I will be an adult soon, we're hoping. I'm going to get a job and then I'm going to go to uni. Um, but for the time being, 50%. Because okay. I act an adult, but realistically, yeah, sort of not. Right, so what you need to do is you can invite me to one of your meetings in your cafe. Yes. Um, that will be you know, when you've got your laptop in the cafe. Mm-hmm. That will be a, yep. where you do your business meetings. So yes. we'll see that. That's a test. I'll tick that one. Perfect. And uh, yeah, I we'll think update you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to get a job. And you're going to get a job soon because yes. I'm sure they're going to offer you one. I hope so. You've told me about the interview you had and it sounded pretty promising to me. Yeah. So if you're out there, and um, we won't say who it was. Yeah, but if you guys are listening, yeah. would love a job, please. Absolutely. <laughs> So, anyway, I think we better wind up on that. Yep. And thank you for being here. And thank you for telling me all these things. It's very exciting to thank find out these things. Thank you for having me. And thank uh, you, everyone, for listening. And, yes, and don't forget the Generation Gap is on every week at this time, 9 o'clock till 10 on Thursday evenings on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. Mm-hmm. And so uh, do come again. And you can also look at our um, podcasts. We've got about 40 of them now. Yes. If you go to the Radio Verulam website or Spotify or Apple or Google, we're everywhere. So yeah. just look out for Radio Verulam. taken over. The Generation Gap 
podcasts and they're really good I, well i have to say that don't yeah I? They're, they're excellent anyway goodbye and uh, see you again soon next week Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Generation Gap Show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll listen again to the show. You can subscribe from iTunes, Google Play and, of course, from Radio Verulam's own website, radioverulam.com.